you have a website and you know that you want to get leads from that website. But uh, how do you get people to visit it? you need to optimize it for SEO. Now, getting high quality leads from your website can feel like a wasted effort. Most B2B websites experience an average conversion rate of just 2.23%. But your website can be the best lead generator for your business when it's not only built correctly, but it's built to bring in traffic from Google. And you can bust right through those averages when you're bringing the right people to your website too. Now, if you're looking to get more clicks, attract high quality leads, and grow your business, then you need to unlock the power of SEO to boost your website. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you scale your service-based business online. I'm your host, Marisa Van Skyver, aka Captain Coder. Now, before we dive in further, let's clarify what SEO actually is. I feel like this is a buzzword people throw around and uh, nobody ever really explains it clearly. SEO, which stands for Search Engine Optimization, is simply the process of improving your website's performance and experience to get a higher ranking in various search engines. Now, of course, most of us care about Google since it has 94% of the market share, uh, but we have to think about other options like Bing and Yahoo too. Yes, they still exist, just FYI. Now with SEO, we want to increase our ranking in organic search results meaning the ones we don't pay for. SEO is separate from Google Ads and is based 100% on the quality of the result, meaning your website itself. Now, one thing to keep in mind, Google cares about helping their customer, the searcher. They want to provide the best possible result for the question being asked. So when you focus on what the customer needs, you really you're really just helping Google do a good job themselves. Why does SEO matter to your business, you might be wondering? Simply put, SEO is the best way to bring new people to your website. Those people, or traffic, can become leads, customers, and revenue for your business. Running Google Ads can help you shortcut some SEO basics, but 81% of all Google searchers click on the organic free results over the ads. You can get five times more traffic by ranking or an organic search versus when you pay for an ad. Five times. That's crazy. Now, SEO is an ongoing process and something that can truly build over time. Full disclosure, this doesn't happen overnight. In fact, it can take six months to a year for good SEO to pay off in your business. But once that momentum is going, it steadily builds and grows over time. That is way better than that Instagram reel that disappears after about 72 hours. Now, there's a lot you can do on your own to improve your SEO. But first, Google has to be able to crawl your website. Now, if you built your website yourself, say you're using Squarespace, Wix, Showit, or even if you paid someone to create it for you in WordPress or what it, WordPress, <laughs> WordPress, WordPress or one of these other platforms, you have to be sure that the steps we're about to get into are going to actually work. So to check that it can and that Google has 
already indexed your website, you'll want to head to Google and just do a simple site colon yourdomain.com search. So I would go to site Google and type in site colon cappedcoder.com. Now this allows you to see what Google has captured and if nothing is returning, it shows you that there's something wrong. Now if there's something wrong or if your site is brand new, what we do in the first step will help. Now let's dive in to what we can do to improve our SEO. So step one, you wanna set up Google Search Console. Even if you have never wanted to learn how to read your SEO data, if this is something that you don't want to do, it's important that you set up a free Google Search Console account, and that is linked in my show notes today. Search Console is your middleman with Google and allows you to supply correct information about your website and even correct inaccurate data. Now, you can verify that you own your website and thus have permission to register it to Google Search Console through a few different ways. But the easiest is to connect it through your existing Google Analytics account. Now, to submit your information to Google, you'll need something called an XML sitemap, which you can create with a variety of plugins like Yoast or Squarespace or other platforms do it for you. Now, to learn more about Search Console and how to use it, you're going to want to check out my Google Search Console guide, which is linked in today's show notes. Now, step three, <laughs> you have to write like your customer talks. I want you to take 30 minutes and read through your entire website. Is how you describe everything in your technical jargon? Or could your grandma, who barely understands what you do for a living, tell you what you do based on what is written on your website. Now, the absolute biggest SEO mistake I see many businesses make is to focus on keywords that they think their customers are using when their customers would never actually talk that way. Think about it. When the human on the other side of Google goes and searches for your services, what are they calling it? What problem are they looking to solve that your service is a solution for? Instead of writing in your technical jargon, your website should be written how your ideal customer would speak. Now, this can be a bit difficult to get your head around when you admittedly spend hours upon hours buried in your own business. The best thing you can do is to get a few of your favorite customers on the phone and just ask them questions. Or you can jump into Facebook groups, Discord channels, Reddit threads, or other places your ideal customer is hanging out and see how they're talking about their problems and even services like yours. Now, step four is to blog. I say this every time. I'm not sure any of my clients want to do this. Blogging is really just the process of creating consistent, long-form content that speaks to your ideal customer and is a step in the process you might cover. Now, my podcast today is a blog on my website and it talks about SEO and on-page SEO because it's a solution we provide, but it's just also something I want my customers to understand the value of if they're going to work with us. Now, before you tell me your clients don't read blogs, let me hit you with some impressive statistics. Businesses with a blog experience 126% higher lead growth. 
55% more page visits, 97% more inbound links, and 434% more indexed pages. This just means Google has way more information available for you. Now, in other words, blogging is simply the most powerful thing you can do for your SEO. Your blog articles don't have to be as long as mine. (laughs) If you go to my website, you will see what I mean. In fact, they can be about as short as 300 words. Long posts, just because they have more information, can rank even higher. Now that starts at around 1,000 words. Your key, however, is to focus on creating blog content that you can maintain consistently over time. So if it's easier for you to knock out 500 words and it is 1,000, focus on that and get into the practice of blogging. Now step five, you want to link to pages in your website. So once your copy is correct and you've started blogging, you want to go back through your website and start to link relevant pages to each other. These links should largely be within the text. If you head to my article today um, on CappedCoder.com for this blog, you're going to see several places within the blog where I have linked to other articles in my site. Now, you want to go back through and read your content. Is there a mention in a paragraph about one of your services? You need a link to that page. Do you ask people to get in touch with you on another page? Link to your contact page. Now, the key here is to add relevant links within your website. This not only helps your customers get around to parts of your website that best pertain to them, but it also helps Google understand what fits with each other and ensures it crawls every page on your website. Step six, you need to get links back to your website. When your website is all optimized with what you can do on it, you have to then focus on getting outside trust from basically the rest of the internet. Now, Google recognizes this trust in the form of links from other websites to your own. This is also called backlinks, which you probably have heard that term before. Now, these links give your site authority because others are finding it contains valuable information. Not all backlinks are created equal, though. I have seen a lot of SEO companies try to get backlinks by creating junk directory listings and get your links placed in comments or on sites that have nothing to do with you and your business. Ideally, you want your backlinks to come from websites that make sense for your industry. It needs to feel natural and organic because it should be. Now, the best way to go about this in a proper way Ask a guest blog for someone in your industry. Find someone that provides a complimentary service. You may even have somebody in mind um, and has kind of the same kind of audience. And then ask if you can provide valuable content for their audience. Now, this could also look like being a guest on someone's podcast or a video vlog or creating a joint bundle with them. It takes more work to build your backlinks this way, but it'll have far more lasting value for you. Now, there's a lot of fear mongering in the market that SEO is this incredibly complex thing. Now, while you can dive into so many different aspects of it and certainly get lost, 
the best thing you can do for your business and its SEO performance is to take key foundational steps to improve your Google search rankings. And if you're not sure what your website needs to rank higher or what you might be missing, then let my team perform a full website audit. We'll not only make SEO recommendations, but help you find gaps in your digital accessibility, problems with your user experience, and so much more. Discover more at catcoder.com forward slash website dash audit. If you loved our episode today, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this with an entrepreneur friend of yours who needs to hear it. Now, if you have questions about today's episode, reach out at captcoder.com. That's C-A-P-T coder.com or on Instagram at Captain Coder. Thanks so much for tuning in and talk to you next week.